This is episode 64 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. I'm Bella from Jump Consulting. And today I am here with Bethany Nanomi. Did I say that right? Nanomi. Nanomi. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I even practiced before we came on. I am bringing Bethany to all of the listeners today because she is a wealth of knowledge. She is a moviegoer, a foodie. She loves super fast and loud cars. But more importantly, she helps people grow and scale their businesses by giving people access to the data and understanding why, the why behind the sales that our customers, you know, buy from us. Mm -hmm. Bethany's insight changes the way we will sell our positioning in the market. And she loves fixing broken marketing systems and businesses to increase people's revenues so that they can get doing what they love to do, which for most of us, it's pet sitters, dog walkers, you know, hanging out with the pets, right? So a lot of us say we don't mind marketing, but anytime, Bethany, I ask my clients, I just did it an hour ago. I go, so how are you marketing? Like, well, we're baking goodies for the vet. I go, and how much revenue has that brought in for you? She goes, I don't know. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, I need the numbers to back it up. So Bethany, without further ado, like lay it on us, like fill in the gaps from what I did. Explain to our viewers or listeners what's about to come and what you do. So oftentimes people come to us and they're like, oh, I need SEO for my website. Yeah. And we look at their website and it's kind of clear what they do, but it's not really clear. Uh So one of the things that everybody needs to do is they have to understand that you are competing for attention. Yes. You are competing against many crappy websites and some awesome websites. Mm -hmm. So the average person sees four to 10,000 ads a day, which is what we would see in a month 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So not only do you have to compete with your competitors or compete with them just not hiring you as a dog walker and paying the neighbor kid, Mm -hmm. you have to be very clear or they're going to be distracted in five seconds. Yes. So understanding like the value of what you bring, Mm -hmm. because everybody probably has something unique. If you wash the dogs once a week, after you walk them, you're like, I wash dogs once a week. (laughs) That's something that you can take the convenience factor and save your client time or money. That's a differentiator. Yeah. And people shouldn't have to work with you to learn those differentiations. Mm -hmm. Be able to clearly articulate that in three to five seconds. Because just think of that's how much time you have before they decide to leave. Yeah. Or decide to not open your email or they decide to not respond to your text or not look at your flyer. Anything that you do three to five seconds. It's terrible. Preach it, girl. And I think one thing that happens probably in many industries is that the messaging that is on, like, say, our website is very selling the industry and not the actual business. So let's talk about the website. What's the most important thing to understand about our websites? So the most important thing to understand is it's not about you. Amen, sister. (laughs) At all. Nobody cares about exclusive premier pet sitter, the best pet sitter. Like, who cares, right? So we're all busy. If you can save me time or money, or if Uh you can help my life Mm -hmm. in some way, then say that. So don't think your website is about you and how awesome you are. 
imagine that someone's finding you because you're solving a problem. You're trying to make their life easier and continue that conversation with them on your site. Yes. Because you're interrupting it and being like, hey, this is what I do. And yes. they're like, I'm even here for you. They are, but don't make them think that. Yes. I love it. I love it so much because, so here's an example. If you're listening and you have a pet sitting or dog walking business, the difference between we are the best pet sitting company in Miami and we do dog walking and pet sitting and overnight care. Mm-hmm. Boring. But if you're like, we are the locally and nationally award winning company that will help save your lunch hour so you don't have to run home and walk the dog and right. take the guilt away when you're away on your vacation knowing that we're sleeping with your dog in your bed. Right. It's like a completely different effect. And what you're saying is essentially it's a disruption because people are going through the Google list and first of all, seeing what website they like, they feel good about, right? We could talk about feeling today, I hope. Right. And then which one they connect with. So if that viewer can see themselves right from the front page of your website, you've got them for more than that three or five seconds Bethany just said. Right. So what about a blog? Do we need blogs on our website? (laughs) So a lot of us have the best intentions by trying to reach the people, trying to add value. But what you have to realize is nobody needs to be smart anymore. So Mm -hmm. what we used to blog for 20 years ago was to establish ourselves as an expert and say that we're credible and get people to trust us. Mm -hmm. We're now you can just press a button on your phone and find out who the 22nd president is. You don't need to be smart and know that. Mm-hmm. So now you can't just have a blog and stand out because information yeah. is everywhere. Content is everywhere. Yeah. So content is king is like dead. Yes. The king is dead. Mm-hmm. If you can give people insight, if you've ever gone to Google something And you're like, let me just find the answer real quick instead of like messing with it for 20 minutes and not even getting it right. Three hours later, you're like, what did I start looking for? And you don't have the answer. Yeah. So you can give someone insight. So if someone's looking for a dog walk and maybe they're Googling, how can I stop my dog from barking when I leave the house? Mm -hmm. Like my neighbors are complaining, my landlord's getting mad. And maybe you don't understand that the dog has separation anxiety. Yeah. So. You can give someone insight and they're Googling, how do I stop my dog from barking when I leave for work? And they find your site and they're like, this is what you can do. This is why the dog is barking. Here's some puzzle toys that'll keep them busy. Put an animal planet station on, like do these things. And then at the end of that, that's all insight. That's stuff that they can take away. And then at the end of that, you say, oh, by the way, These are some of the things we do for our clients. Or this is what people have said. I love Bella because I know when I go out of town, my dog's in her bed. I sleep knowing that somebody is pampering my dog the way I pamper my dog. Those things are the conversations that go on in their head that will make them hire you. I love what you just said about testimonies, Bethany, because it's so true. Like when a client can see themselves in the words of another client's mouth, I think it's so much more powerful than saying what you do, you know? So picking the right testimony to go on there and not just, Bella is the best. We love her. It's like, but why? What specifically happened that can help accentuate this experience that you're giving them through that one blog? I love what you said that, you know, content is dead. 
so many people get wrapped up in the minutia, if you will, of I'm just going to write a blog. And if I write a blog, my company will come up, you know, and it's like, one of my favorite people, you probably know him, Marcus Sheridan, the sales lion. Yeah. You know, he talks about the five W's and like, you know, how much does a pet sitter cost in my city? You know, someone sees something like that, they're going to be really drawn to it while they're trying to figure out the answer to their question. So I love what you're saying, girl. It's so good. It's so good. Listen, I'm going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to ask you about sales funnels and I don't want our listeners to get scared because it's nothing to be scared about. We'll be right back. Are you concerned that accepting credit cards for your pet sitting business is too complicated or too expensive? Well, if you answered yes, I have good news. It's probably because you've not heard of Leaders Merchant Services. Trust me, Leaders Merchant Services makes accepting credit cards super easy and affordable for my business. They work with all kinds of businesses throughout the United States, and they have developed a special rate plan just for pet sitters like us. I know Leaders Merchant Services can help your business. I've even got a dedicated representative to speak to, and he's always happy to share valuable information. Working with Leaders Merchant Services is like having a friend or family member in the credit card processing business. If you want to know more or see how much they can save your business a month, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. So I can personally connect you with my specialist. And I am back with Bethany and we are talking all about your websites and your marketing and sales. And I want you to break it down for us, Bethany, the scary word of a sales funnel. And so many of our listeners, they're out walking dogs or they're trying to figure out their next new employee or where their next client is going to come from. Tell me about a sales funnel and why we need to have one established in our pet sitting and dog walking companies. So a sales funnel is really anything that you can automate and turn into a conversation. Yeah. So if you are talking to a client and they're like, oh, you know, I just, I really don't want to give people a key to my house. That's an objection. Mm-hmm. That is part of your process. That's part of their buying decision before they feel comfortable to give you a key to their house. That can be an email. That can be something, a copy on your website. If you think of other things that you have a conversation and you're like, what are the behaviors of your dog? Well, you know, everybody thinks that their dog is their baby and they're like, you know, they're special. No other dog in the world does this. And you can overcome that objection. So really a sales funnel, it can be a funnel that will nurture someone to the time that they see you and you're like, well, I want to know how to overcome separation anxiety for my dog. Okay, great. Give me your email and I'll give you a checklist of things to try, or I'll give you a link to go to my favorite separation anxiety, puppy toys, whatever it is. So now you can put them in a funnel Uh and a funnel is really just nurturing them to where you want them to go. If you're doing dog walking and you're saying, Hey, we also offer vacation services or overnight services and They love you as a dog walker, but they're like, ah, five days. Uh, I don't know. So maybe that funnel nurtures them to the point that they can take a vacation. Uh huh. Maybe the funnel nurtures them from a person that hired you one time and they still come home every day for lunch, but they really, they're on the fence. Like they really want you to really come do it every day for lunch. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't justify it or blah, blah, blah. Then maybe it's how much do you make an hour? Versus 
how much time are you losing and how much time I can save you and how much money, honestly, you're actually saving. So it's not paying me. You're <laughs> saving investing. money by hiring me. <laughs> so it's, it's just nurturing them to wherever you, from point A to point B. Yes. If it's from a new lead to they're warm, mm-hmm. to they're hot and they're going to buy, or if it's from a one-time buyer to a multiple recurring buyer, mm-hmm. it's just like taking them on the journey to where you want them to end up. Mm-hmm. And you can do it through phone calls. You can do it through emails. You can do it through bots on your website. Like there's so many different ways, but you have to automate as much as you can if you're going to try and scale beyond just eight hours in your day. Sure. However many hours it is. Yeah. More than probably. Let me uh, give you an example of something I used to do. I sold my company after 14 years, but I always called it an arsenal, Bethany. And this is something that our listeners could steal too. I'm in an area where a lot of people would move to. And so we'd Mm. always get new people. And so we have these new pet parents. They don't have a groomer. They don't have a trainer. They don't have a pet stop. They don't have a veterinarian. They don't know who to trust. And they just landed here and they've got to leave. And they're terrified of leaving because they don't want to leave their baby. So something that I did is I made a blog post of, are you new to the area? Here's our new to the area checklist, you know? So Mm -hmm. when you get them on the phone, you empathize with them. They're trying to figure out if you're the solution to their pet care problem because they have to leave. And you follow up by just giving them this extra value-based information, establishing yourself as an expert and an authority in the area. No one else they call are going to do that. You know, you can do that for dog walking. People don't know, well, what if my dog doesn't walk? What if this happens? You could send them videos. Right. You were saying bots or phone calls and things like that. Do you think something like, do you know about boomerang or canned responses Mm -hmm. would be good for this? You can. Any of those, you just need to be very thoughtful of what the conversation is. Yeah. And move them from step A to step B to step C uh-huh. and uh-huh. making it feel natural. Yeah. Just it's a conversation. So what's your best tool to facilitate something like this? So first of all, I think everyone should capture emails and sure. have them somewhere, even yeah. if it's Excel and yeah. you're manually doing it. I use ConvertKit, which Uh is also, there's something similar like Drip, but it's very thoughtful and you have to think it through. Like Uh to really get the value out of it, you have to say, okay, what are they going to do? Where are they going to go? And they're going to get hung up at some point and you might have to manually overcome an objection or you might have to do something where it's not really in your funnel or it hasn't come up before. So I like ConvertKit. I also like, I do a lot with analytics and I have heat maps that I put on pages. So I use Hotjar, which is free. Uh-huh. And if you have- Is a that work- a plugin? No, Hotjar is, it loads on your website just like Google Analytics. So if you're on WordPress, it goes in the, in the head, which you can't see on the site. Right. And it tracks. So if I, I love it. I love it. The neighborhood- post. Uh-huh. And I have a new vet. And I said, you know, I have this thing that I market on my website and I choose one vet and you can be that vet, but I need you to send all your clients to it. Anybody that's a new patient, I need you to send them here and you get their email address. And then when they go to that site and it's jump consulting slash vet name or yeah. Dr. So-and-so, then the heat map 
will basically say where people are reading when they stop and they leave. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people still read with their mouse. So you can even see like certain words that they hover around. Amazing. They, or maybe. And you can add if they're clicking on. I'm so happy you're here. I love doing dog walking services and especially bringing people to the neighborhood. And I can introduce you to this person, introduce you to that person. And they're hovering. You can make that a link. Uh-huh. And they can click that instead of just putting their mouse over that word or that section. And it pops up and asks them for their email yeah. at the right moment. Yeah. Does it slow down your website or anything? Or like, I mean, like, no. So it's this free tool that you just gave all of my listeners that we all should run out and get right now. <laughs> so you could find out what people are, are, you know, attracted to. It sounds like a no brainer, Bethany. Right. It is. It's exciting. And I don't want people to think like, Everybody that I've worked with has always said like, oh my God, nobody enjoyed doing their website. Nobody was like, God, that Uh was really fun. But it's it's not something that you, it's done and you never touch it again. Yeah. Yeah. We change like what we want and what we do and how we serve our people changes. Because you probably weren't doing coaching five years ago. You were doing something else. And now that you're in this place, that needs to match you on your site. And it needs to match like your ideal person that you're getting to your site and you're not going to get it right. And you just know that it's all trial and error. It totally is. And you're right. Our conversation does change something that's been a big disruptor in the pet industry right now is the Mm rover.com and how they're, you know, attracting the instant pet sitter with the social norms of the, you know, reviews, you know, review based kind of thing. And what a lot of pets, I'm trying to encourage so many pet sitters right now to really highlight the messaging on their website that it's really easy to sign up with us. And, you know, all those same things that people are doing with Rover, because they can have that like microwave society kind of thing. Because so many pet sitters were like, well, we have to have a 20 minute conversation. And then we have to interview you. And then we have to do this. And then we have to do that. And it's like, it's kind of a lot, you know, so I love that point that everything is fluid and you're never done. You're never done with your website, nor your employee manual for that matter. Right. It, it doesn't mean you spend 10 hours of your week on it. Right. But you just can't set it and forget it and be like, oh, I'm just, just going to be awesome forever. <laughs> That's funny. So what's the most important thing to understand about SEO? I had a gal today I was coaching with Bethany that she was like, I don't know why I'm not getting more dog walking clients. And this was a real simple one. To which she just updated her website two months ago. And would you believe that the person who did her website left the homepage as home dash pet sitting name? It was like the name of the company. I don't want to give it away here. Instead of like pet sitting, dog walking city, you know, and I was just like, girl, this is why. And this is why when I Googled dog walking that city and pet sitting that city, She wasn't on page one or two. And this girl has been in business for like 10 years. It just totally tanked everything. So break it down for everyone. Tell us what SEO stands for, for the newer listeners. And then tell us what we need to know about it and how do we solve it all? Okay. So a couple things. So SEO stands for search engine optimization, which basically means whatever you type, whatever questions you have. And I refer to Google a lot because that's 90% of the traffic. Of course. Do it right for Google everybody else follows suit, but the results that come up, what you can do is don't assume that people are looking for your solution. Assume they're looking for the problem. Yes. So if someone is looking for a dog sitter 
and you are a local person because you are the sitter and you're the walker, then your city should be in probably every SEO term you have because they're looking and it's not just your city. So I'm in Tampa, which is close to St. Pete, which is close to Clearwater. All of those are right by each other. So you have suburbs. Everywhere Mm -hmm. has suburbs. Yeah. All of those things should be listed so you can be found for those things. The other Mm -hmm. thing to understand is there are certain terms that you will never rank for. Dog training is one. Dog walking, it's because some 70-year-old dude 20 years ago bought all these dog walking domains. They aren't (laughs) even doing anything, but you can't beat them. And you will never beat them. So a lot of people are like, well, I did SEO and it didn't work. But you don't know because you don't know which ones you can rank for and which ones you can't. So it's really important to understand. So the easiest way to check that for free is to Google has AdWords. You Mm -hmm. set up an AdWords account. You don't have to spend anything. You're not buying anything. You're just using AdWords to get to the keyword planner. It's keyword tool, keyword planner. And what you want to do, two things. First, you want to type in the term that you want to be found for. How can I trust a dog walker? Do I give my dog walker a key? Like whatever the biggest objections are, the biggest problems that, and if you don't know what they are, then ask your clients and say, how did you find me? Did you search for something? Oh, yeah. And find out what those things are. Yeah. You search for that. And then you look at the results. Google will say there's 3000 searches a month. It's highly competitive. Highly competitive is bad. And it's $20 a click is bad. So if it's really competitive, if it says high or medium, don't try and rank on it. It says low, that's safe. If the cost per click, which you don't care about it because you're going to spend it, you're just looking at how much, if Google says it's $20 a click, you're not going to rank for it organically, meaning not paying Mm -hmm. for it. And you only want to get the traffic that you're not paying for. The other thing you do, if there's like this super fancy dog walker in town and their website is amazing and you have business envy and you have a business crush, look at their site in keyword planner and you can put their domain in and you can see what keywords they are getting found for and then go look at the page. So if somebody's getting hit for best dog walker for chihuahuas, I don't know. (laughs) And you look at that page and you see that it's like super old and cheesy and outdated. Do better. And try and get their traffic. You know, you brought up that Chihuahua example. And I remember in my old company, one of the most bizarre things that we always came up number one for when I used to do those searches was, can my dog eat tuna? (laughs) Someone had like done a blog for us on that before. I was like, okay, threw it up because no one else has answered that question. We were ranked like super high for it. And another like way to think about this is someone told me years ago, I've never forgotten this, Bethany. It's very indicative of what you said. It's if you are a fighter, you know, like a boxing (laughs) fighter, right? You don't want to go into the heavyweight ring because you're going to get knocked out. You want to go into like the lightweight ring where it's going to be easy for you to box that person and win the fight. So that's another way of thinking about what you were just saying with the whole, you know, high and $20 and stuff. Right. And we don't have a ton of time. So anytime that we have, 
it doesn't make sense to blog every week for the sake of blogging. It doesn't make sense right. to try and put effort in on something that you will never get found for. So you have to be yes. very purposeful in anything that you do so it stands out and you don't waste your time. And you're defeated. Totally. Because you just yeah. you weigh a hundred pounds and you just fought somebody that's like two hundred. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I love it. And especially this day and age. Now, like you were saying at the beginning of this, at the beginning, that was okay. Cause content was King. It was the more stuff that you could do and the more you could do, but listen up right now, you guys, the world has changed. The world's changed. I want to finish this up and wrap it up with the big old a word analytics. <laughs> Why should I care about them for my business, Bethany? So you can't improve what you can't measure. If you don't know, maybe you're getting zero people to your site. This is how it starts. No one comes. And then it's kind of a false sense of growth because you tell all your friends and family and they come and you think it's traffic and it's not. So if you can set a goal, a marketing goal, I want a hundred opt-ins by the end of the year. You can start there. If you want to have five new clients in 90 days, you can start there, but just yeah. basically have to have something that you can measure. And Google Analytics is free. The Google search webmaster tools, free. But then you can see who comes to your site. Maybe it's old men that are 55 years old that have knees and you're trying to sell to like the busy professional woman. And you're like, holy crap, I guess I'm talking to the wrong people. <laughs> if you don't know that and these people are coming to your site and you have these cutesy pictures for working women, and they're like, I guess she doesn't have male clients. They leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't know. So you have access to so much data behavior with Facebook. I mean, God, it's terrifying the amount of data they have on Facebook. But you mm -hmm. can find your exact person at the exact moment that they're looking for you. And it's yes. your job from that point to nurture them through a funnel, through if not a funnel, phone calls, emails, phone calls, texts to a client. Uh -huh. And then keep that going from there to there to there. And every step, you can improve that and go higher and higher and higher and higher. No one has ever converted at 100%. No one ever performed right. at 100%. Right. I don't care how good they are. Right. I love it. What you're saying is just so awesome. And it's been a real pleasure getting to know you for sure. I know that you have something free for my listeners. Why don't you tell us what that's about? So we don't do many of them, but we do growth assessments where we look at what you're doing, how your traffic's coming in now, if you're not getting traffic, what you're doing for marketing, how they can reach you, all of that stuff. And we take an organic approach at it and look at it. And we give you basically things that you can do on your own to either whatever your goal is. If your goal is like to be seen on the local TV station as the dog walking person that has tips to talk about separation anxiety and how to keep your dog from barking, all those things. Then we yeah. look at what your goal is and what you've done to try and get to that point. And we just kind of critique it lovingly and honestly, and you have a plan to kind of go grow. I love it. Who wouldn't want to take you up on that? I mean, if you're looking to grow your business and get an expert opinion, I definitely recommend that you go check it out. So it's marleynonami.com 
forward slash Bella. It will also be in the show notes. How else can people connect with you? I'm on Facebook for business and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. But just to okay. connect with me through my website and we have contact forms and phone numbers and all that stuff. And that's probably the best way. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, Bethany, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for spending time with us today. Um, I sure hope that everyone goes and checks out their own assessment. I don't see why you wouldn't. Guys, go do it. (laughs) And if you liked this podcast, I know you did. Go ahead and like and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. And remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.